Welcome to No Bull Real Estate. I'm Katie McCartney, the host. And for this very first episode, I'm going to be uh, talking about receiving an irate letter um, about my own marketing, but it's for yours too. And what did I do wrong? So let's find out. a licensed real estate broker in the state of Ohio. This podcast slash blog is a mix of factual information and opinions. Be sure to do your own research and draw your own conclusions. This is mainly for entertainment. So what did I do wrong, right? (laughs) Um, I got this email back in 2016, golly, um, at eight o'clock in the morning. Who contacts? Oh, anyways. Um, The subject is bad business practice slash spam mail. Please remove my name and address from your mailing list or contact list. I love these. So this is how it reads. Ms. McCartney, I am in receipt of your spam mail communication. Re Homes in Worthington School District. Please note that the envelope is addressed and printed to appear. Now, remember, not remember, but understand that it was a physical envelope envelopes here physical envelope okay and um, I don't remember it's been six years but um, I probably uh, addressed it um, using my own font um, if you, that's probably another another um, segment but I developed my own font and um, that's out of my handwriting and um, <laughs> good news is it worked <laughs> Anyways, so he writes, please note the envelope is addressed and printed to appear to be a personal communication and does not have any return address showing. I don't remember. I mean, like I said, six years ago, but let's continue on. Nor any indication that the letter is of commercial nature. And as such, this mailing contravenes USPS regulations. Okay, uh, we'll get to that. See if it does contravene USPS regulations. I mean, it's I'm all about correcting what I've done wrong and trying to uh, improve myself. So um, if I see another, I will take it to the local postmaster and demand that they take appropriate action. (sighs) Okay. Um, Yeah, and that's kind of my reaction when I got it. Eh, More of my reaction was probably like, oh my God, 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 what am I going to do? You know, we're talking six years later, so now I use this as like a a laughable situation, but it was kind of intense. But anyways, um, I presume they actually do something. I know not what, probably a fine. So we got some threats here uh, to prevent my illegitimate ire. Well, um, I already got the fact that you are irate, but okay. Um, I might suggest you scrub my name and address from your list as shown, this is, and this person gives me their address, but I um, removed it from this mail, so I do not identify them because honestly, it doesn't matter. Um, he's pro- this person's probably not going to be watching this or listening to my podcast anyways. So anyways, it continues. If I never hear from you again or any of your fellow realtors who clog up the mailbox with crap, I will be very pleased indeed. Thank you for your help. And then this person signs their name. 
Um, yeah. Okay. So did I do anything wrong? That's that's the major question. You know, do I need to improve what I had done? And um, obviously, I'm not in jail or got a fine. Okay. <laughs> this is USPS. I'm gonna show it up here. Uh, this is their Business Mail 101. Talks about return addresses. Many mailers use a return address because it's an opportunity to brand their mail piece with a company name or logo. Um, the Postal Service encourages mailers to use return addresses because of the piece is undeliverable and we can return it. Uh, the return address has the same elements as the delivery address and must be placed in the upper left-hand corner of the address side or in the upper left of the addressing area. There, uh, there are some instances where mailers must use a return address, but it doesn't tell us what happens if you don't. Um, there's a special addressing service you can use to tell Postal Service what to do if you mail, if you can't deliver, you may want to mail the piece um, forward to a customer who has moved, or you may want the piece back with a corrected address on it. These special addressing services are called ancillary service endorsements. So let's go back up into here where, um, here's the instances, paying postage with pre-canceled stamps, priority mail, which is uh, package services, mail with extra services, mail with company permit imprint. Um, okay, I'm trying to find if there's any, if I don't address it, if there's any first class mail. Letter size that are square, rigid, so, okay, it's priority mail, whatever. So first class mail, which is basically what I use. Uh, square, rigid, flat piece, all mailable letter matter can be mailed as first class mail. Some things must be mailed at first class. Yeah, I don't, without like boring everybody and trying to deep dive to find out if there's any charges that I, I could have incurred, who knows whether or not I actually addressed it properly. Honestly, I don't remember, and it it doesn't matter. That's not the point of the segment. The point of the segment is that the customer is always right, and when they request that you remove them from the list, you need to remove them from the list, okay? And I wanted to check USPS out just to see if there was something, you know, blaring that came out about it. No, not really. And like I said, I didn't go to jail. <laughs> um, I didn't get a fine. And he is on this person's on my list of not to mail, and I will not disturb this person. And I think that's the um, the uh, takeaway I want to give to you. If someone requests you to not disturb them, and it doesn't matter what type of marketing piece it is, take it seriously and uh, remove them from your list. Congratulations, you made it to the end. I'm impressed. Now do all the proper things, subscribe and or hit the notification bell. I would love to have a conversation with you. So don't be shy and drop me a line. Until another time, make it a great day.